Connect with your potential customers wherever they are. Effective uses Comcast viewership data insights to combine advanced targeting capabilities with premium TV and streaming content so you can deliver the best ad experiences to your audience no matter how they watch. Visit effectv.com. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Lane, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Excited to have you here, brother. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Show. We, we love to talk about the world of startup on this show, the the good, the bad, and the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been with that. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, I've, I've kind of been a, a startup guy for a very, very long time. Uh, I started my first company when I was 17. Um doing uh, mobile auto detailing out in the country and uh, ended up selling that company when I was 19. Um, so I've, like I said, this is, this has been uh, just what I do, I guess it's, I, I'm not a very good employee. <laughs> so Me either. Um, but I, I, I try to be the best boss that I can. Um, now I worked in the, I worked in the music industry for the you know uh, the better part of 13, 14 years. Um, I started in, um, doing what I do now, I always tell everybody in 1999, I, uh, I started working with bands, small market bands in Texas that wanted to get out and wanted to, you know, wanted to grow their audience, but weren't really being taken serious by like Nashville or New York or LA. Um, and so we started building grassroots campaigns and this is how old I am as that our first campaign actually was on Yahoo chat. You remember Yahoo chat? Oh, I do. I met a girlfriend on Yahoo personals one time. <laughs> well, you know the funny thing is, is that we use the personals too. We actually utilize the whole thing. Um, yeah, Yahoo Chat. If you remember, man, there was a there was a there was a chat room for anything. If you like 1969, you know, International Harvester Scouts, there was a group just for that. Um, and so we we sought out a lot of these uh, country music groups um, all around. And what we would do is we would build digital fandom inside of their digital street teams. So that whenever our bands would come and play, we would have a few, you know, what we would call key players in those groups that would help rally other people in the area to come. And so whenever our bands would play at, you know, Manhattan, Kansas or whatever, they would have, you know, like a $500 guarantee plus whatever they made on the door, right? And most bands would usually make about the $500 guarantee until we started doing this. And then our band started walking with two, three, four, seven thousand $7,000. They didn't matter, right? They were just starting to really grow because we built, you know, we built two, three, 400 people coming to the show, sure. you know, and it, and it really worked really well for us. So we started doing that. And then God gave us the gift of MySpace and Tom, you know, and that was like, holy crap. Then we started getting people, you know, using the chat and then building that into, um, you know, do you remember MySpace when it was like, we could have your top eight, remember the top eight? <laughs> yeah. I do. Well, our, we put features on there in these chat rooms that, hey, drop us your MySpace link. And if we find out that our new single is on there and we're on your top eight, you chance, you know, to win a swag bag, blah, 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 blah. Well, we got like 
tens of thousands of people doing it for these bands. And it would spread like wildfire. And it really, really worked for us. And so I started doing that for brands. And I had a, an agency or bands. I started, had an agency that I ended up selling off um, and, and then started working for bigger box companies that would bring me in to uh, you know, scale fandom, if you will. We didn't call it that back then. We called it more community engagement. Um, and we would build that. And I always push these brands. It wouldn't matter how big they were. You need to create digital street teams. You need to create digital fandom. And for the longest time, that just wasn't, that wasn't the thing. And so I, I, like I said, I'm an entrepreneur, bad employee. And so I'd work for these companies I'm like, oh, they're, they're not doing it right. I'd go start my own thing. And then I'd start my own thing and I'd be successful at it. And then, you know, we'd sell it. And then that actually, that was a cyclical life that I led for, for quite a while. And that actually led us into into where we are now with CrowdShare because that's what it does. It builds digital fandom and it allows a brand to really reach out and have an organic reach like nobody else. So I'm pretty proud of it. That sounds exciting. So so walk me through that. What So is it just in the music industry or these big brands utilizing this? How's it all work? Well, no. So if you look at the way that, that a band works, it's the same as a roofing company or an automotive company or a bar and nightclub or an insurance sales office. It's they are trying to create, you know, people brand loyalty, right? They're trying to create buzz. They're trying to create you to buy their merch or their, 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 their music. Well, the same thing as a roofing company. You have a group of people that are out there selling for you, knocking on doors. You got people that are inside the office that are handling the paperwork. You have, you know, uh, you have people that are running material and all these people can become your digital street team. They can share your content on social media. And that's really what it takes because of the algorithms, the way they work, that if somebody clicks share and they continue to share your stuff, then you become more relevant. Right. And so it, it can, it, it can, it works in any industry. We've even seen it Right now, um, we're, we're not a communication device. We're not something that we would we would say that. But we've seen uh, we were testing it within a hospital network here in North Texas, and they utilized it as just a straight out informational. They they weren't obviously trying to sell their services, but you know, hey, it's time to get it's flu seasons upon us. Get your flu shot. Yeah. Okay. Well, then all of a sudden everybody started sharing it, and that's the way CrowdShare works. Is that a brand um, can go in and create a channel? So they choose a subscription, meaning that. Do I want to manage... It's a social media management platform. So do I want to manage Facebook or do I want to manage Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, LinkedIn, all in one hub? Um, you know, do I want analytics? So the more that they add to it, the, you know, the, the, the larger the subscription is. And I say large because our, our medium subscription for companies that want you know, all of everything I just said and to add 50 people sharing their content is 100 bucks. So I say large. But at the same time, it's not. Right. So I wanted to create something that, that any business could utilize. And I mean that. Uh, my father was a paraplegic that owned a construction company. My mom was a school teacher that later went on to run a, a fax paper reclamation company that they, they, they invested in. And if you had people that were sharing you know, the greatness of this stuff, you know, hey, Mike Gregory is one of the best construction you know, excavators out there. And, and fax paper source was great over here because they could help you save money. Well, wouldn't you use those if you needed them? Right. I mean, because you're getting recommended. So we wanted to create an engine that did that. And that's what that's where when CrowdShare comes in and allows a brand to choose who shares their content. It's a massive thing. We're talking about engagement increasing of over 1400 percent on average. That's bad. Absolutely. That's huge. Yeah, that really is. That really is. So um, what would you say has been the biggest challenge of 
being able to have a startup? Oh man, uh, you know, there, there, that's 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 a very very loaded question. Yeah, it is um, because it, everything can be a challenge if you let it. Um, and and the the the, the one thing I, I you know I was asked the other day and I was on a panel at a at a conference. And they asked me if I, if, you know, what my number one focus would be, not challenge, but focus would be, and it would be to hire correctly. Um, the people, first off, as an entrepreneur, as a startup, you can't do everything. It doesn't matter if you can mentally do everything, you physically cannot do everything. So finding people that can take that burden off allows you to work harder um, and in the areas that you need to focus, right? And it also builds great culture in your team when they know you're reliant, they're reliant, and everybody works together. Um, it, it's, you know, as a startup, you have everything from, <laughs> no matter how much you think it's going to cost, it's going to cost a lot more. <laughs> sure. I tell people that constantly, but I guess, I mean, I guess it would be, you know, the the, the biggest challenges would be just, really making sure that you have the right team in place. Yeah, it's important. And what would you say has been the best part of the startup process? Ah, my phone just went off. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you're all good. It happens. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry said, about well, that. Uh, I said, what would be the, uh, what would you say would be the best part of the startup process? Seeing it done. Um, see it come to life. Um, there's, there's no greater feeling then when you know that you've made payroll and everybody's good and you see what you, what you dreamt come to life and you see other people enjoy it. And that's kind of one of the coolest things ever. I I love getting, I love getting stories from, from entrepreneurs or business owners that love our product. Hey, I got my grandmother to reshare content for the first time ever. And I'm like, really? Awesome. (laughs) That's neat, you know. I had a, a friend of mine that that, that has a podcast. Um, he's in junk removal, and he he came back. And he goes, man, it was really funny. We used this at a conference, and we got a bunch of people to do it. He goes, I I, I got you know I got over you know 120 people sharing my content. And I was like, that it's huge, you know, that's huge for that. So I, I just love watching it work, and I love to see the excitement of people that utilize it. Absolutely. That is the fun. That is the exciting part of it. What would you say that the grittiest part of the startup process is? Not letting anyone around you know how hard it is. Hmm. Whenever you are struggling, going out with a smile on your face, whenever, you know, whenever something else is, you know, you know, we always joke and, and you know, this, we always joke in the entrepreneurial space, you're not really managing a ship. You're just figuring out which are the most important fires at that moment to put out. And you've got to make sure that your team doesn't feel your stress. You've got to make sure that no matter how hard, you know, no matter how hard the devil's coming from for you, that your team, you know, has faith in you and has faith in the process. That's a, that's a big, it's a big, a big thing to me. Yeah, it it, it really, really is. So uh, at the time we're recording this, it's, we're rounding out 2022, which is just crazy to even say uh, and, and here, but, uh, what are you guys excited for for 2023? Man, I, just for us, watching how CrowdShare is going to grow and being able to bring on some of the new features to be not just competitive in the market for what we do, but allowing small businesses to be competitive with our platform. Man, I'm so excited. We are creating, we are creating literally a digital agency in a box. 
meaning that digital marketing agencies can use it, but so can the users, so can the, the, uh, the, the brands. They can create whatever they need to inside of it. Video editor, photo editor, you know, out, you know, the, being able to schedule stuff way out in advance, being able to go live in prospects. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let all the all the secrets out of the bag, but I cannot wait to see what we are, what we're gonna, how I can't wait to see how we help businesses in the future, and that I'm really stoked about. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, dude, it's been great to uh, con- to connect with you and learn what you guys are, are doing over at CrowdShare. Clearly doing work that matters, that um, that's making the world and business just that much better because more information is being shared. Like we need more information, but more information of what we actually want, which is uh, which is important. So keep up the great work. And, and again, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to hang out with us. Man, I thank you so much for having me on here. And I really do appreciate it. And if there's a you, you hit me up anytime you want me back. <laughs> I most definitely will do that. Thanks again, Lane. I appreciate it, brother. Talk to you soon. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by Grit Daily com, the premier startup news hub. More information at gritdaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for You app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.